Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Heal and Live Life podcast, where we do the hard things simply. Hey folks, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the How to Heal and Live podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to heal your traumatized brain. Let's get into it. As a coach, I frequently have clients who want to heal from trauma but have no idea where to start. The truth is, you can start anywhere you feel comfortable starting. There's no magic formula that says start with therapy or body work or any other number of modalities. There are best practices, like if you are dealing with active suicidal ideation, you should probably see your doctor to get on medications to make sure you are safe and still here to do the work of healing. People begin their journey there, or they may find a therapist and begin there. Some land in the church, others land elsewhere. I'm going to talk about what the process of healing the traumatized brain can look like. It is by no means a rigid list of must-dos in the exact order I lay out. When I do decide to get prescriptive, I'll let you know. But for this episode, I'd like you to look at which of these things you can begin to apply in your life right now. I like to keep things plain and to the point and hopefully easy for you to understand and implement. We heal with effective trauma-informed therapy, trauma work coaching, safe interactions with others, bibliotherapy. I'm a big, big bibliophile, love books. They have helped me tremendously on my journey, so I always recommend books to people. Um, Self-care, which is more than bubble baths and chocolates, although there's definitely room for that on the self-care list. We have to understand ourselves and have self-compassion for ourselves. And I always tell people who struggle with self-compassion to talk to themselves and treat themselves like they would a friend with the same problem because we tend to have more empathy and compassion for others than we do ourselves. Now, yes, it's possible to take this list and and try to do everything all at once, but the chances are you're going to get very overwhelmed. It's going to happen, especially if you've been traumatized. You know, we have to prioritize what our nervous systems can handle at any moment. So I suggest that you go at the pace that your nervous system can handle. Take one thing at a time, put it out there, start practicing it, give it time to work because sometimes we want a quick fix for things and quick is not always the best, nor is quick always effective. Most of the time if something's quick and you didn't put any work into it, it won't have a lasting impression, but it doesn't have to be dull and boring work. We can make things fun. Again, if you're like me, you will hit Google to try to get all the information you can about what you're experiencing. Google is a great tool, but I also want you to be mindful of information overload and kind of pushing yourself into a dark place as a result of researching and trying to find out things. You know, we can use Google to try to, you know, self-diagnose and things like that. I do recommend that you see a qualified professional um, whenever you can afford it. And then, you know, understanding that from my perspective, that, you know, there are two effects that a diagnosis can have. Two main effects. One is you feel relieved that you finally know what's going on. And two, you become terrified because you finally know what's going on. If you're in the first bunch, the next step could be talking to your provider about what you can do to start your journey to heal from it. If you're in the second bunch, I invite you to breathe, relax your facial muscles, step outside or into another room, 
Treat yourself like you would a friend who just received bad news and eat something when you get the chance. Your feelings are valid and I would like to offer a different perspective if I may. Finding out what is going on with you, you might perceive it as something to be wrong with you, is the beginning of being empowered to do something about it. You get to choose how you respond. There are a lot of people out there who share your diagnosis and you can get more information to help you cope with it in healthy ways. This begins with talking with your provider and asking for resources to help you navigate it. Now, one of the good things about our brain is that it is plastic, meaning it can be molded, which is a great thing for people like us. We may have strong connections to habitual behavior that is not good for us, but over time we can start riding in the same old ruts in our brain and begin creating new ruts that are more aligned with a healthy way of being. This starts with being informed and then deciding how we want to show up in our lives in the aftermath. Rituals or habits are a great way to do this. A lot of people do these things in the morning to solidify how their days go. If you get off track, remember you can always begin again. Always begin again. There's no hard and fast rule about your healing. Go as slowly as you need to, but for goodness sake, please keep going. Doing the hard stuff simply is the tagline of this podcast. We have enough complicated stuff going on in our lives. And Lord, if we could get into our brains and and just look around and see all the chaos, it can be quite exhausting. Take the time needed to see the change in your life and don't sell yourself short. You deserve the healing you're going after. You deserve the results you're going after. Dig in and start the journey. Most of us get stopped because we never start. We, we get so worked up in our head about what it's going to take to, to get to the destination that we forget about the journey. I do not believe healing to be a one and done thing. There are layers, layers that we don't know about that will come up. And some of us, again, if you're like me, will automatically try to negate the healing that we've had in an area because there's a new level of healing coming up. I challenge you to challenge that whenever it comes up. Every level of healing is valid. Every level of getting better, every level of learning is valid. It's part of growth. As we move through life, we learn things and then we learn new information. We can discard or put the old information to the side because we've gotten a greater and more accurate picture of the situation. Doesn't invalidate that information because it was what you needed at the level that you were at then. You have leveled up and therefore your information levels up. Nothing wrong with it. Now, if you would like some help along the journey, now, if you would like some help along the journey, you can book a coaching call with me. As I said, you know, I have my coaching practice beyond the guru coaching. You can book a free clarity call and we can talk about what your needs are to see if we'd be a good match for each other in coaching. You can visit beyondtheguru.coaching.com forward slash book dash online to get that call scheduled. And if you want a more trauma-focused approach and information, um, I do have the Complex Life podcast available on all listing platforms. And there, I also have the blog of the same name, the Complex Life blog. You can visit my website and check that out as well. But specifically for the How to Heal and Live Life podcast, you check me out on howtohealandlive.com. That's the blog Send me an email to ask questions or suggest 
episodes at howtopodcast at yahoo.com. And I thank you for being with me as we figure out how to do the hard things simply.